AJ, welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, friend? C.L., my brother, it's great to be here. You're a patriot, my friend. Thank you so much for that, and likewise to you. When people are saying to us, A.J., that you're not woke, what's happening there? I mean, what does that mean? I don't know. It means we're not getting down with cultural Marxism, right? We're not getting down with the abolishment of religion, the, you know, the uh, Black Lives Matter movement, the LGBTQ mafia that are running around trying to corrupt our children, that we're not willing to tear down statues of Columbus, Columbus or Washington or, you know, Winston Churchill or Abraham Lincoln. And we're certainly not down with naming every elementary school in, the, in America Michelle Obama Elementary. <laughs> I love that. And let me tell you something. I've heard that there are some who want to take Jefferson out of the Jefferson Memorial. Uh, is there a running away from our history that is unhealthy for us uh, in this? A.J. Rice is my guest. Talk to us. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not, as the crow flies, I'm probably 45 minutes from Jefferson's house where I'm talking to you from and Madison's house. And, you know, my company, Publius, is actually, was actually the pen name that Madison, Hamilton, and Jay used anonymously to write the Federalist Papers. So that became our Constitution. And the left wants to take all of that and all of them and throw them in the, in the woke wood chipper, right? But we're not going to allow it. They absolutely want to remove these people. They were never going to stop with just Confederate soldiers. We all knew it. They're after the rosary. They're after stained glass windows. They're after, you know, synagogues. They're burning, they're attacking churches because of the Roe v. Wade decision. This has been around for about 100 years. It's had lots of iterations. Wokeism is just the current one. And it's a corruption of our culture. And if Liz Cheney's looking for a true insurrection, the true insurrection's coming from parents fighting back against this garbage. Amen to that. Amen. Why then, let me ask you, AJ, why are our young people so susceptible to such a movement, it seems? And is there a remedy to reverse that talk? Well, one of the reasons they're, they are where they're at, a couple things. One, you have a situation with the Me Too movement that told all of these people that they're all predators of each other, that every male's a predator. You can't tell a woman she looks nice. You can't say hi to Sally on the playground. And they pumped that into these, especially Gen Z, right? They already had a million distractions with all the technology, right? So, and the technology, the little brown shirts and the technology, they're feeding them this garbage too. So then you should hit them with this virus and you separate them, Right. They already didn't have interpersonal communication skills. So now they're all predators. They're all toxic. That You can't trust any man. Now we're going to separate you. We're going to lock you down, put this on your face, inject this in your body. You can't go to prom. You can't go to graduation. You can't play in NCAA March Madness. You can't do any of it. Right? They lock us down, and then they slow pump wokeism into us, which is... Remove this comedian. Remove this religion. Uh, you know, rename, rename everything. You know, re use the pronoun that I'm saying you need to use. So they've been hit with a lot of control because this is really 
a dress rehearsal for authoritarianism. Wow. And they're trying to capture the youth so that they can be their foot soldiers in the future. Wow. You know, Adolf Hitler uh, is quoted as saying, uh, it doesn't matter if you vote for me, I have your children. And this is something that I want to ask you as far as the genesis of Woking Dead. Woking Dead, that's your work. What was the genesis of it? What made you write a book? One of the first things that got me thinking about it was, I mean, look, a lot of the people that we're battling with right now, they were around during Obama's second term. But when Trump showed up, they, he broke, the dam broke. These people lost their minds, okay? Some of them, like all revolutionaries, ate themselves, kind of like the Me Too movement did. But one of the things that I found most curious was reading a story about Venezuela and how there were comedians basically operating in underground clubs making fun of the regime because the Maduro Chavez people were looking for them and, and the comedy was basically outlawed if you were going to make fun of the regime. And I, I started thinking about what was going on here in the United States and how certain comedians were being hunted here. It's funny, comedians finally got a taste of what it was like to be a pastor or a Catholic priest or a rabbi hiding from the authorities. Now the comedians are hiding from the authorities. I mean, you know totalitarianism has arrived when the pastor and Kevin Hart are both hiding from the woking dead, from the joke police. I mean, and, and to me... That was it for me. I, there's a section of the book called Looking for Comedy in the Marxist World. And isn't it funny? We're not Venezuela. At least we're not supposed to be. But a lot of that same censorship is going on here as we speak. Absolutely. And you can also ask Dave Chappelle, who, in fact, uh, along with Kevin Hart, who were slapped around mightily by those who definitely didn't have this taste for their jokes about homosexuals and uh, by uh, uh, the, the gender benders in this nation. How did that become a part? Of, when they told me, when I heard that people uh, were, were not wanting uh, me to come to Washington State uh, because I wasn't woke in all of that, because I, I'm for uh, police uh, protection in whatever neighborhoods we should be living in, let them do their job because I don't want uh, a man going into the bathroom with my daughters and wife. I, I don't want that somehow I am not woke. But w when they come after a Kevin Hart, as you mentioned, and when they come after a Dave Chappelle over an issue like uh, gay rights or gender bender, what have you, uh, uh, do does that actually backfire on the Hollywood right, uh, uh, the Hollywood left agenda that we've been seeing? Absolutely. I mean, you're, it sounds like you're getting treated like Chris Rock trying to go over to Will Smith's house. Uh, <laughs> the thing with Hart, and here's the thing, Hart and Chappelle are Democrats. They're not you. They're not Clarence Thomas. They're not Dr. Carson. They're not Tom Sowell or Walter Williams. But they see something, right? They see something. And Chappelle in particular was like, isn't it amazing the LGBTQ mafia got their rights in 40 seconds? It took black people 400 years. And that set them off. Yeah. That set them off. 
And the funny thing about all of this is that this cancel culture stuff, it doesn't just come from left-wing extremists. It can come from Islamic extremists. See, Bill Maher, who is an atheist, he knows that if he makes fun of Catholics, the Jesuits aren't going to jump out of the bushes and stab him to death. But his friend, Salman Rushdie, was yeah. just attacked. Yeah. And isn't it interesting? The left and the Islamic radicals, they have a fatwa against free speech, both of them. They're in the same bed together. Yeah. And Chappelle had a guy jump on stage and try to stab him. Lee Zeldin, running for governor of New York, had a guy jump on stage and try to stab him. So look, ladies and gentlemen, if the digital brown shirts don't get you online, they may show up physically. AJ, tell everybody how they can get a hold of your book and you if they want to bring you to a place near them. Look, you can. We offer. We run a PR firm, right? So, you can get a hold of me by going to publiuspr.com. I'm on all social media sites. You can find me. Just Google AJ Rice. I'm everywhere. Um, getting the book uh, now. The FBI confiscated a bunch of them after the Mar-a-Lago raid, but there's still a few left. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them at Barnes and Noble, Target, and Walmart.com. And look, grab a copy. Use it as a battle manual against the woke zombies. Go to the polls in November. Wave a couple copies around in those phony poll watchers' faces. And send Pelosi and Schumer and the Woking Dead packing. You know, A.J. Rice, uh, it's been my delight having you. I've got one more question for you because uh, you and I, even though we know the truth and we know that we're not, but uh, the conversation that we have just had could be categorized by the so-called president of the United States uh, as fascist talk. I was never so incensed uh, than I was a few days ago when I heard this, this, this Joe Biden speaking of conservatives, Republicans, Christians, uh, people of, of have a moral compass, uh, at least as far as the way our nation was constitutionally designed. I was never so more incensed than for him to call me. I mean, I mean, I felt it personally. He called me, and now I understand he called you a fascist. Why is that so easily thrown around, and how is it that the American people are accepting this type of civil war talk against Well, I'm not sure they are. I think this is the tyranny of the minority. I think we've got an 80% issue here. Um, and, you know, most of politics takes place between the 40-yard lines. One of the reasons I find it fascinating is because first we were alt-right, then we were deplorables, then we were ultra-maga, and now we're semi-fascist. It's obviously not working. They're throwing this pasta at the wall, and it's not sticking. So I'm sure we'll be full-blown Nazis by the end of the summer. Um, but they don't have – they can't make any arguments. So they've got to revert to name-calling us. And that's fine. Brush it off, ladies and gentlemen. Fight for your country. Take back your community and your church. Send these people a message in November. Vote. Stand up, push back, and vote. A.J. Rice, Woking Dead, get the book. 